0: I'm Harry Nichols, this is Kid Stuff. On October 15th, I put out a brand new EP all about my work dealing with and empathizing with middle school kids. To go a little deeper on the subject, I'm sitting down with friends from all walks of my musical and artistic life to talk about their own adolescence and how it shaped them into the people that they are today. This time around, I got a chance to sit down with my buddy Nate Town. Nate and I sang together in Ithaca College's a cappella group, Ithacapella. Uh, we also sang together in a pro group called The Funks. Uh, Nate is just one of the most wonderfully gifted singers uh, that I've ever, ever, ever met while he doesn't have a project currently it's definitely worth just you know kind of hunting him down uh cornering him in a karaoke bar and making him sing you stevie wonder i promise you you will not leave disappointed my new ep is streaming on all platforms right now i would love it if you would give it a, a listen and uh give me a follow on whatever streaming service you use to listen to your music all right i think that covers it let's talk to nate Hi, right, Nate Tao, how are you, dude? I am very good. Very good. Yeah. Great to great to see you. Oh my God. Long, it's been, been a long, long time. Ah, uh... Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so Nate, you you have one of the godliest voices that I of anybody that yes. I've ever uh, so listen, no, listen, seriously. I was so my I was in the car recently, and every now and then the kids will get on this like kick of wanting to listen to My music, and Mm -hmm. they usually pick some of the more recent stuff because that's what I like. They hear the mixes and things, and like you know, I like talk to them about it. So at one point, they discovered the acapella stuff I did, and they wanted to listen. Just can we listen to Daddy's acapella music? And so (laughs) I was like, sure. I haven't listened to. Breakdown in a long time, which was for oh the dear gosh. listeners at home, the the yes. album that our college a cappella group put out. Uh, and uh, Isn't She Lovely is on that. Uh, I Want You Back yeah. is on that. And oh I was God. just, man, I was just listening back through those tracks and being like, holy fuck, you know, like, because like, even though they were, you know, they were polished, recordings and you know doctored and you know post edited and all that shit like it's still there was just like it the the, when we did it live it was even better somehow and it just sounds incredible so like i don't know like when did you discover that you had that ability that you could do that sing like a like a glorious angel (laughs) (laughs) you're ridiculous
1: um oh man i mean i think i i mean i was super shy growing up um and then to some degree I still am but I I think I really kind of blossomed in or started to at least maybe in towards the end of high school um just like shows and stuff and just realizing that like hey like you can do this and and um you know you just gotta like believe in yourself because I certainly didn't believe in myself when I was in middle school or like beginning at like freshman year of high school I was like the complete opposite and then yeah. And then, and then I think definitely going into college, cause I was going to college for, for voice. Um, that was nice. I was like, okay, you can, you know what you're doing. So let's just like, you know, let's ride this train. Just being with Ithi Capella, I just that camaraderie we had and, and spending so much time together um, just, it made me comfortable like, mm. with everybody. Yeah. I, I've actually listened to breakdown. I, I think like, maybe eight months ago because i it it wasn't too recent but it it was pretty recent and i was just oh man i just had the biggest smile on my face listening to some of those songs and and um oh the song you do uh by by neo which one was it
0: oh uh, closer yeah
1: closer oh so good i remember listening to that I remember listening to that in a circle apartment because we just got the mix.
0: Right. And
1: we were all like, oh my gosh, this is like this is sick.
0: That was kind of a magical moment, I think, because for a lot of that, like listening to those first mixes that came back for that particular album, because I think for a lot of us, I don't know if you had ever done this before. It it I think a lot of us had never really had like polished recordings of ourselves, you know, before. Exactly. Um, it sounds to me like you and the discovery of, of singing, like not just necessarily singing, but like your, you know, virtuosity, it sounds kind of like it came on kind of late. Was it like, it, mm-hmm. was, it was like high school, right? You, you said that you kind of like figured out that you could do this or.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. super late. Uh, I mean, I joined, I played piano since I, when I, when I was five, mm. um, and I stopped when I was about 12. Cause I just, was tired of it okay. to be honest. And I didn't want to practice anymore. And then that was right into middle school. And my friend encouraged me to join um, the chorus. So that's where like the singing part started but I, I always been like humming and, and I, I like to sing but I just kind of kept it to myself. Mm-hmm. And and, um, and you know, my both of my parents are deaf. So right. I, I think, you know, when you have someone who grows up singing and they have parents who are able to like hear what is going on and kind of support them in a way that, that is beneficial to them. And I'm not saying my parents didn't support me. It was just that there was a certain disconnect, obviously, because we couldn't connect on that level. Yeah. And so I didn't have at the time, like, a, I guess I would say some, some sort of support, mm. um, and, and, and I was already a shy person so it, it was slower for me I think just mm-hmm. me being able to find that within myself um, and not from others so I remember my middle school um, course teacher after after the fact she told me you know when I when I first met you I thought you were tone deaf because you literally didn't make any noise <laughs> <laughs> and and when I first joined um, the chorus in seventh grade, I was "quote unquote" a bass,
0: um, which is, <laughs> <That's even funnier. laughs>
1: I know, which is hilarious. Who? Um, wait, who?
0: What chorus teacher even just heard you speak and said that's a bass? Like your speaking voice doesn't sound uh, bassy. You like
1: it doesn't, but I, I, I literally have barely made noise. I mean, I was probably what? Uh, what are you? How old are you? Middle school, like twelve? You're like eleven like, to fourteen. 11, 12, like Yeah, mm-hmm. we're like. I really was so shy I I if there was ever an opportunity for me to sing like by myself like I wouldn't I wouldn't take it Mm, or if I had to I would be like the quietest person like on the planet so um so I think she just put me in the bass section because she just needed me to like open up a little bit sure you you know what I'm saying yeah Um, because I you know as a tenor like you you're gonna be way more out there
0: yes absolutely um so what did you, so, what was yeah. it like being in the bass section? Like, did you
1: like <laughs>
0: fake it? Like, how did you, do you sing all the bass I mean, parts? I mean, like, uh, I can,
1: I could, I could like, I could phonate. Like I could make noise down there. It just wasn't like good. Yeah. I, I was there just, I feel like I was just there for moral support Aww. in seventh grade. Um, But, but it also really helped because, because I really did love to sing. And so just getting that experience of, of, Singing with others and, and doing our you know choir concerts or whatever um, really helped me. And then like you know I got my first solo in eighth grade, which I still remember. It was um, a whole new world, uh, and I obviously sang. I did I I would have sang Jasmine's part, but I sang Aladdin's part. I distinctly remember getting that solo and being very nervous, and this was in our like middle school gym, I don't know what the hell we were doing the, the concert there for, but, um, but I remember singing, and like, and the the audience was so quiet, and they were just like, I mean I'm not tooting my own horn, I mean they were like, they, no, sing, they were probably
0: like, shitting their pants. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They were, they were like captivated, you know? And I, and I remember thinking like, wow, like I love what just happened right there. And the fact that it like manifest, like other people loved it too. Like, this is amazing. You know, that, and it was almost just like that adrenaline rush of, of, of being able to like experience that for myself, but also know that the experience was enjoyable for everybody else. Mm. And I think that's really where it started that that's kind of where I got the like the, the
0: bug if you will yeah, yeah. of 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 singing aside from um, creating the music then what what music or art were you drawn to as as a listener or a consumer of it?
1: because like I said, my parents are deaf you know I wasn't listening to any of their you know albums or whatever they love to listen to like how you might other kids might. Um, kind of have their own stories about listening to their parents. Like that's how they got their musical taste. Um, And so I ended up listening to my older sister's um, like CDs and like the radio. So it was very pop heavy, Mm -hmm. which I think obviously makes sense why I, I love pop music so much. And obviously that's a huge, you know, range of music, but I remember listening to, ace of bass nice <laughs> like,
0: yeah just
1: random like ace of bass i mean obviously there was like beers and 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 not so much like the old school like mariah carey and stuff who, who i love now but yeah it was it was just a weird uh, funny just mishmash of artists and, I, and i'm trying to think of people that i was listening to back then there was some like Celine in there um, oh
0: nice man yeah so, like- i i divas bit, like a lot of that yeah yeah
1: yeah divas and um oh man there was like a now
0: <laughs> you
1: oh, know the now cd
0: well yeah everybody had there had, there was a now for everybody you know yeah, what i mean like,
1: like it's probably on like now five thousand or something but uh, um, i can
0: tell you definitively what it is right now actually <laughs> hang on oh my god i'll tell you because i i i annually patronize the now that's what i call music compilations because I do d de- i dj school dances so
1: like, oh okay yeah right. they are
0: still the easiest way to like satisfy a group of 12 year olds which is an <laughs> impressive feat I think you know what I mean like what they've been doing that for like th- like going on thirty yeah. goddamn years now it's um uh,
1: amazing yeah it's, it's actually really
0: impressive it's like um, a, it's a quarterly wait am uh, I
1: allowed to am I allowed to curse I'm sorry
0: Yes, it is. You are allowed to curse.
1: I'm allowed I, to curse. Okay.
0: I dropped many f bombs in many of these. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I, I
1: wasn't sure, so I was just. Yes, kind that's of like
0: they are. Are you <laughs> ready for this? It. Are you ready for this answer? Yeah, what's Nate? Up? They are on mm. now. That's what I call music. 109. <laughs> I am not shitting you.
1: 109. 109. Oh I'm, I'm trying to look up what now album I was listening to when I was wait. So that would have been when I was 12. Oh, we are so old. Okay, I, was, I know. Uh, it's okay, two
0: thousand. So
1: like, now album two thousand. Oh, now that's what I call music four. That's what I was listening to.
0: Yes, I had four, five, six, maybe seven. I think I started to drop off at like eight and nine. Got it. Okay. Oh,
1: I'm okay. I'm looking on on Wikipedia for um the now that's what I call music four. Yes. Okay. Oh man. Okay. I was just to like. I mean, obviously, your Backstreet Boys, you're Sync, Britney Spears, mm-hmm. uh, Mandy Moore was was big for me, which is hilarious. Um, Aaliyah, Smash Mouth, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I Try by Macy Gray. Come on now.
0: Um, I still love that song.
1: So, yeah, a lot of stuff like that, but I mean, generally hovering in the, the pop realm.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah so and it's not a lot of it's like like a lot of like very like like bubblegummy pop which it which which makes a lot of sense given the music that you you know you you seem oh, to absolutely. enjoy most and make and yeah for sure uh yeah with with no judgments cast of course because I love bubblegum pop as well and <laughs> no. I have made I've made an uh, an EP of that as well so um well yeah exactly yeah. yeah
1: I I remember being like maybe back then or not not back then but just like maybe when I was a teenager like almost you know like ashamed or like you want wanting to hide it because Mm. because of like how I would be judged for listening to any of that stuff and now I'm like I don't give a shit like yeah you know like it's funny how as as kids we we want to fit in with everybody else right and then, then once you grow up you're like why why did I do that this
0: whole time like yeah what I was experienced the that same. It's so funny. This is a conversation I've had in almost every session I've done. But like, I experienced that same need to hide what I actually wanted to listen to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, I was totally like a like a like a closeted uh, like Backstreet Boys fan uh, totally. slash NSYNC slash like just like yeah, just like mainstream pop fan, uh, and like had to uh, kind of like fake it till I make it a little bit in terms of uh liking some of the bands that were more socially acceptable. And then I I eventually did like through that kind of develop a love for that music as well. But like uh yeah it wasn't until college that I I like you said I just was like fuck this and you know,
1: yeah
0: I'm just gonna like the music I like and did you ever listen to S Club Seven? Yeah, yeah hell yeah
1: S Club Woo! Hey, don't oh party my like an S
0: Club
2: party going to help you have uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh man, it's so good! And like, oh, you know, fun. Like, oh god, it's so much fun. And my, I remember I, like I get teased by like my older brother because he was very, you know, he was like some forty-one, link one eighty-two, like yeah. very stereotypical, like teenager, angsty. punk rock or whatever and so like we obviously did not uh see eye to eye especially on musical tastes at that time
0: it's just well that's really funny though because like i think kind of the the larger joke of it is that like there really is is very very little difference between like s club seven and those like kinds of you know rock acts from that time you know it was still just like so heavily melody driven, uh, the, the lyrical content was like a little different, I guess. Yeah. And and some of the arrangement choices were like a little different, but like it was still just like it's just sugar in your brain. You know what I mean? It's that's what it's Yeah. It's like all the same
1: earworms, pretty much.
0: Exactly. Yeah. 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 So exactly. it's Super hypocritical to totally for people to have made that distinction, which I totally right. like. It was made. Exactly. I, I made that distinction at the time. <laughs> back to you now consider yourself to have been a socially successful tween and what does that even mean
1: <laughs> i have never been asked that question so yeah
0: I, wow that's a weird that question
1: loaded no i i like it um socially successful um well i think it depends on anyone's rubric of of what socially successful means right. in a tradition in a traditional sense i would say n- n- no well
0: what is the traditional sense like can you define that for you me you know
1: like you're your varsity like you're you're like that's what i'm getting at when i hear you're socially like su- you're like super like, popular
0: like yeah socially, like the kids everybody boring. liked
1: you know like right. all that stuff i mean right. i don't think anybody hated me but Mm-hmm. I certainly wasn't like the most popular person in school, right um, but what I will say is, uh, not really <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest, but yeah. uh, but which is fine. I mean, I was just I was just so shy. really I, I, I was really shy. I mean, I had my I was successful in that I had really great friendships with with close friends who. <laughs> some of who I'm, I'm, I'm still great friends with now, mm-hmm. I think that is successful. I think in terms of maybe being able to kind of be well known or popular with a larger population. And when I was 11 to 14, no, cause I was, I was just too shy. So I had right. like, you know, my group of like five friends. right? And we would like hang out all the time together. But yeah, I, I, I certainly wasn't hanging out with like, you know, the sports people or the right. cheerleaders or whatever, because I was right. like, what? No, no one is going to like, this is weird.
0: Uh, it's so funny how our concept of like the the stereotypical social success is so like, It's still defined, I feel like, by movies from the 80s. You know what I mean? Like, like absolutely. I I feel like there hasn't really necessarily been, like, a redefinition of what the high school experience is, is quote unquote, supposed to be like, stereotypically, Mm -hmm. in, like, 40 years. You know, like, because I... It It is crazy. people, People either take questions about social success as meaning that stereotypical definition of social success as in like friends with all the jocks and the popular kids and the cheerleaders, Mm -hmm. or they are taking it from like a more like looking back, like what social success means, you know, having made it through those years and to still have, you know, friends, Mm -hmm. the the major figures of stereotypical, like high school cliques are still there. I don't know. I'm kind of losing. I mean, no, Uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) no, no. I mean, you're totally right. I mean, look at, Mean girls, like, like that was just a quintessential. You know, when they're in the cafeteria and and they're and what's her name? The
0: the Katie, the Goth, the the, the Goth girl. girl. Oh, Janice.
1: Explaining like Janice, yes, oh Janice. She's like, you know, this is where this is where everybody sits at lunch. Like, right, these are your people. You know,
0: still. I mean, it's still a thing, yeah. And all the clicks are the same clicks. I guess that's really the observation I was trying to get at. Is that like the clicks are the same clicks? and they seem kind of timeless and they seem to me to have been delineated for the first time in the 80s and I just think that that's weird you know like I, I feel like we're we're kind of due it, for, right? yeah I feel like well, well if we're because if we're gonna if we need stereotypical clicks like I feel like we need where are the like high school TikTok influencers, you know, and like where are the like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like we there's like we're due for a redefinition of what those stereotypical clicks are. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I I I agree. I mean, it's definitely outdated. Mm-hmm. But but then so, again, like, I don't know. I mean, I we haven't well, you obviously as 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 a teacher, you see more of like a school environment than I have for sure. So I don't yeah. know if any of that has has changed, but
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, kids are definitely different than they used to be. Um, in, in at least if 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 the 80s movies are to be believed yeah. as being representative of what that was like, then yeah, kids are definitely it's it's definitely different. It's definitely more nuanced. It seems like some of those rigid barriers are um a little less rigid, you know, and a little bit, good. Little good. Fluid, I hope so. Which it is really yeah. nice. Yeah. I, I think I think the changes on that front have been largely positive. Um but then again, there's a whole bunch of shit that teenagers are going through now that, you know, are totally yeah, different. That's, you
1: know? that's, yeah, that's a, we could talk about that for another hour.
0: So uh, did, tell me, Nate, did, did you have any uh, like romances in middle school or did your shyness kind of preclude you from trying to do romances?
1: That? Yeah. any? Whoa. Romances?
0: I'm just going to go romances. in there. I'm gonna this go is, right in there.
1: This is cray, cray. You did not tell me you were gonna. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I really did not. I mean, I mean, I, I, came out when I was 19. So sure. So like, when I was 11. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, I knew that. I think instinctively, I, I pretty much knew that I was different already. I mean, I probably knew by the time I was like seven or eight, maybe. Mm. Um, but. But no, no, that, I mean, aside from, like, the trivial, I don't know. Like, I remember, like, going on a, if you even want to call it a date, it wasn't really a date. It was just, like, something weird to do. I mean, something just ridiculous to do. Like, going to see a movie with, with like, some girl because, like, (laughs) that was what you did in middle school or something. But no, yeah, yeah. But no, there weren't any like romances at that time for
0: sure yeah it's hard um, to call something a date if your mom has to drive you <laughs> from it you
1: know? Know. <laughs> and is sitting like two seats yeah, over right. <laughs> it's like so what is it uh, um but yeah and obviously like you said I was so so shy so I hadn't really discovered myself or yeah. really who I was at that time so I I certainly wasn't you know putting myself out
0: there like that? So something that has really come up a lot in a lot of the conversations that I've had, particularly with the guys that I've interviewed is just the like palpable layer of base homophobia that just like, Oh yeah. Cut like was our, was all of our <laughs> middle school experiences, you know, and, and having grown up and gone through college and, and, you know, learned a, a lot about those things, uh, you know, looking back, you know, we see it and are kind of like. it's, it's kind of a horrifying thing. Um, but like, I don't know. So like, tell me about like, what was the the climate like for you at the school that you, that you were in, you were in Virginia, right? Mm -hmm. So like, what was the climate like for you? Did you feel, how'd you feel?
1: The climate was pretty good. Um, you know, we're Northern Virginia. It's almost some people call it a different state from the rest of uh, Virginia. So, <laughs> so I, I didn't feel any like extreme, you know, animosity or anything like that. But of course, like I wasn't fully out or anything at that time either. Right. But what I will say is that yeah, I'm 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 super happy to see kind of kids in the younger generations like be able to, at least from what I can see, is is that generation is learning that you know to be more open and and honest with themselves. Um, at such a young age, as compared to like when we were like our generation.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure,
1: which mm-hmm. which I love. um but Yeah, I, I think that really informs who I am now because I'm. I mean, I was already shy. Because I was, I, I've, I've. One of my friends is telling me like, Nate, you're you're so many minorities like put into one. You know, <laughs> like you're you're you know you're East Asian. Your your parents are deaf. You're gay. Like. There's, there's all these, like, layers of an onion that I'm still learning to, like, peel back and, like, just find out really, like, who I am, I think, in a, in a sense. And so, but, yeah, I, I still feel very guarded, I think, especially when I meet new people because I don't know, well, I mean, are they homophobic? Like, do right. they, like, what, what, you know, like, I'm not about to just, like, tell every, someone everything about me mm-hmm. just for them to, like. You know, hate me or something, right? Um, right. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's that. That's luckily, that's never really happened to me. Um, but I still, I still have that sense of a very, um, I, I, I am very guarded with new people, um, generally. And then, but once I get to know someone and know them and get to know them for who they really are, like then it's great. But right, yeah, I think I never experienced any outward or, or direct. Kind of harassment or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it was quite clear that the, the, like the environment was felt that way or like, you know, it was, right. a, it, it, it it was present. It just wasn't um, aggressive.
0: Right. Okay. That makes yeah. Sense. I, I guess that's, yeah, that's what the. You- I think mostly the the comments that other people have made have been about just like, you know, just like the casual use of like, for instance, the word gay as like a synonym for like stupid or, you know, that. Oh, that, yeah.
1: Like, I mean, throw I, out I still hear that sometimes. all
0: the fucking time. Well, luckily, I think that like, at least in the schools that in, in the school that I'm in, which is like maybe the most it's just super progressive school. But like still, uh, you know, like we, we see less of that. You know, I actually feel like that's changing a little bit you know
1: definitely yeah
0: i i I agree when people would do those that kind of thing you know then like what would it would it bother you or would it be just like just so ubiquitous that it was like whatever the fuck you know
1: um if in between yeah like in those like like early yeah yeah no i let it i just let it I i had to i let it go because yeah it would only create more trouble for me because then I mean I wasn't even out to myself at the time, so it was like like mm. I, I I almost like I almost pretended it what that didn't affect me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like dis disassociation, just being like, oh that's that's I'm not one of I'm not one of those people because because I don't want I don't want to I don't want to be hurt, right? If that makes sense. So, but you know, obviously after I once I got into like college, and then I was like. I was like, "Bitch, what did you just say?" <laughs> yeah, but um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> but I mean,
1: that. like, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, you grow, yeah, you grow some cojones. I feel like I'm in a um, almost like a like I'm on a, in a therapy session.
0: A little bit. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. It's, um, it's okay. And I, right? I, I you... quite enjoy it. I okay, like good. It. Are you enjoying it? Okay, good. I'm glad. I don't want to be.
1: So I, I could talk for forever.
0: I don't want to be prodding uncomfortably, although I do enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy uh, what ha- so what happens for people listening is that occasionally Nate the room that Nate's in is the lights turn off they're automatic and so Nate will get up and go off screen to the left and then walk oh, flailing man. his arms all the way off screen to the right and it's just a very uh, it's a very Muppets thing I don't know I really I'm very
1: it. Muppets, it's I'm, very I'm,
3: Muppets. Uh, I'm putting on a show I'm on a show right now.
0: <laughs> Uh, So I I have just one more question for you, Nate. And that is uh, if you could go back and tell your, your former self one thing, what would it be?
1: Mm, I love that question. And it, it would be, it's going to be fine, Nate, Nate, it's Mm -hmm. going to be fine. You just breathe, calm down. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you know, it, it, you know, there's always that saying, especially for, like, LGBT, like, it gets better. It really does. And I, and I, and I mean that for every single human being. Uh, you know, I, I'd like it to be true for every single person on right. the planet. But I, I think in, in my case, you know, I would tell myself to not worry so much um, and to kind of enjoy, you know, the moment. And what I've been given up at that time, instead of thinking about the future, which I I still do a lot now, but I've I've grown and come at it with a sense of, like, gratitude in terms of being able to just appreciate
0: what I have right now. That is a beautiful way to finish. Tao, thank you so much for doing this with me, man. I really appreciate it. Of
1: course. Thank you, Harry. It's so good to see you.
3: Myself locked away with the words I won't say. In the silence I made for two. But the silence is fine, cause you're crossing the line that I laid down.